Hey there, kids. Season 1, episode number 13. This is the Motorcycle Men. Swing a leg over. It's Motorcycle Men. Uh, 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 all right. Hello, everybody. This is the Motorcycle Men, and... Uh, here we are at the uh, V-Twin Cafe here in sunny downtown Cranford, New Jersey, where it's always 72 and sunny every day of the year. And, <laughs> and uh, hi, I am Ted, a.k.a. Wrong Way, and I am here. <laughs> I'm here with uh, Brother Tim, a.k.a. the Chicken Hawk, and also Chris the Joker. How's it going, boys? All what good. What's new, what's new and exciting? Caca. Caca. Nothing. It's Nothing. been two weeks. Have you yep. missed us? It's been, quiet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a quiet two weeks, I think. Yes. Yeah, you Not guys. Much riding around. Oh, what's this? What's this? Uh, really? Okay, then. Oh, my God. All right, then. Uh, just some uh, things creeping over the bar to the table here. So, anyway, so here we are uh, back at the V Twin, and we're going to. Chit chat about some cool motorcycle crap or do some review of what we've done in the past couple of weeks. Hey, listen, did you hear that? There's yeah. a clowns are here, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, the do not disturb wasn't, uh, wasn't, wasn't set, but okay, we'll have to worry about that later. Anyway, so <laughs> any riding over the past couple of weeks, guys? No, I haven't been doing much riding. I mean, no. the weather, every day the weather says it's going to rain and you never know. And it's like you want, don't want to get caught in it. Right. You know, and you know, I've been working. I'm working ten hours a day lately, and it's just you get home too exhausted. So, well, I mean, you you two guys have a longer ride, so you get to enjoy it a little bit. I, uh, I don't get that enjoyment. I don't know. Do we enjoy enjoy our commute, Chris? Yeah, it's a lot better on a bike than it is in the car for sure. Oh, I guess so. I guess it could be. I guess you you take twenty four though, right? No, you don't take twenty four. It's all backwards to get. To you take really? Me, oh, me wow. taking twenty four puts me two out of the way. No kidding. I but, didn't know that. But you said you got up early the other day and took a nice long ride. Before. Yeah, that was bizarre. That was just I got up way too fucking early, so I got dressed and then I went and uh, I fucking rode around. There's this, there's this road I always wanted to know where it goes, see if it can get to my job, and I took it and ended up in Chatham, <laughs> <laughs> which like, is okay. which is significantly further away from yes. your, where you work. Yeah, well, so it was weird. At least you had a fun ride. You know, enjoyed your ride before you yeah, go to work. Yeah, so I was like. Doing an early morning ride. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, my ride's the usual thing. Just, you know, cruise up the parkway and avoid the idiots. That's about it. That's the extent of my ride. Yeah, mine uh, stop and go on the bike, so, but it still makes it better than doing it in the car. Ah, did you? No, but did either one of you guys do any fun riding? Aside from your pre-work ride, did you guys do any fun riding over the past couple weeks? No. Because, no, what, last week it rained like the yeah, days, right? Yeah. Right, so yeah. for like two, three days, I just took the car. Didn't no, touch really? The bike. And you, Tim, no. no. You said you haven't been feeling right. good. Though. Well, yeah, no, I haven't been feeling good. Wow. Went to the doctor today, so we'll see what happens. He said, no. I'll, he said I'll live, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> so, yeah. He says you need to tune up. I need maybe, to tune maybe up. Maybe an oil change? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, Friday I rode, kept it local. Yeah. Went to the Rosa Park fireworks. That was about the extent of the riding. Really? Then Saturday, Fourth of July. You threatened to come down to Point Pleasant and go to the fireworks down there. Yeah, nothing down. You know, didn't even do that. Uh, nothing on Saturday. Um, ended up going to Justin's house that uh, night, and that was the extent of my riding that day. Oh wow! 
Jeez. The first time I rode was like yesterday. And you went out to uh, Round, Round Valley. Valley that yeah. area. And what about you? Do you ride at all? It, my, it's just been back and forth to work. You know, my 50-mile commute, back and forth to work. That's all. That's all I've been doing. It's, you know, it's it's not even super enjoyable. And what about the weekends? What's your well, excuse then? <laughs> the weekend prior to that, um, again, it was it rained, so I didn't, couldn't do anything. And this past weekend, I was, uh, Deb and I went up to the up to the ranch, up upstate New York. Hung out there for three days, and I played with concrete. So I really didn't. Uh, there's no riding involved there. You know, every time, every time we go. But I did see one of the. I had to go down to Oneonta, which is a 40 minute ride, and of course I had to take the truck down. And uh, when I was down there, I, I the roads that I was on, to, the, the road to get to Oneonta, is uh, Route 105. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful road. It's windy and twisty and up and down and takes you right into the, right into the only out. It's just absolutely all I kept thinking when I'm driving this is, man, I can't wait to do this on a bike and to get you guys up there to see. That's a beautiful road. A lot of beautiful roads up there. And uh, down in Oneonta, there's a really great pizza place there. Um, I go off the top of my head. I can't remember what the name of it is. Beautiful pizza place. That's what we, got. we got to hit that right up. But uh, aside from that, man, it's really, there was no real rides going on uh, for me. Uh, but I do want to bring up, um, well, we do have the Valor Ride coming up this weekend yes, on uh, July 12th. Sunday. That's Sunday at the 12th. And uh, kickstand's up at 12 o'clock, they said, Chris? Or 11. Uh, yeah, 11.30, 12, something like that. Right. It departs out of Clark, New Jersey, out of the Deutsche Club. And it's a 60-mile loop. And then uh, there's food and beverages and entertainment and all kinds of stuff like that. It's a benefit. Is it, is it really a benefit? Yeah, it's, yes, for, it's, it's, it's exactly what it valor. It's, it's a benefit ride. For, for two, uh, two, two, fallen, uh, two Marines. Two fallen Marines. Yep. Uh, it's a great Marine, ride. Marine and police officer, I think. It is. Is it? Yes. Well, okay, yeah. And uh, it's uh, $25 for the rider and, and 15, 15 for, for the passenger. Now, or you can make a walk-up donation of $20. So that's from Clark, New Jersey. And we're doing that. Uh, so Deb and I, if Deb's going to go with me, then we're going to, we'll probably get there around 10 o'clock. And uh, and you said Jenna might go yeah, with you, Tim. Yeah, sure. Oh, well, you going to get there around the same time? Do you want I'll me get to, there at the same time. you want us to c- come here first and then we'll ride together? Sure. or And then we'll come by, we'll go by Chris's house and just rev our motorcycles outside his door. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going early, just so you know. Yeah. Well, I've, I I've done the Valor ride too many times, so it doesn't inject shit to me. No? I'm not, um, I, I'm going to go because it's a good time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking get there and watch them all leave and get a tag on the back. <laughs> Is that what you want to do, Tim? Just wait till everybody leaves by me. tag on the back? You know, if I if I decide to go go early and, and get breakfast, then if I, I might. go by the way, the last time I did ride was two years ago. Um, it's it's a slinky ride where it expands and then contracts. And um, expands last and contracts. year's wasn't too bad. Well, the first year I did it, man, there was a couple times where everybody was doing these panic stops yeah. in the gr- in the group. Which well, that's, you know what the problem with this is because you do have a lot with this with the particular run. Um, you got a lot of uh, uh, newbies. Yeah, really non non weekend warrior type riders. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know the thing I did notice about the with that particular ride, and and I, even when we did the Rolling Thunder ride, it's the same thing. Everybody rides in parade formation, which is side by side. And when you ride in that kind of formation, it's it's harder to, uh, I, I guess, you're distancing between yeah, the right, guy in exactly. front of you. You know, when you're when you're going, oh, yeah. well, you need that, that four second or yeah. Two second, well, you should have two second seconds between right the guy. In front of you. But when you got that, when you're going sixty miles an hour and you're riding in parade formation, 
you know, that two seconds uh, between you and the guy in front of you, that's ain't, that ain't nothing. That doesn't count for anything. No. But when you ride the staggered formation, now you're giving yourself four seconds. And, uh, you know, can you force the staggered formation? Yeah. It don't yeah, matter you how can. you ride. You just can. ride your own way. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, t- 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 last fact, in fact, last time I did that ride, I had the Sportster. Yeah. And in fact, you had the Yamaha when you did that. You had your... Uh, no, your, I did it last year. I uh, know, but wait, wait, oh, oh, when you did it... Yeah, when, so two years ago, you had the V-Star. Right. That's right. And you had your... Uh, yeah. You had, you had your Yamaha. The Raga, yeah. Wow. That'll be a little different this year. We'll be on uh, louder bikes. <laughs> Much louder. Much louder. But I mean, not necessarily. Now, normal bikes compared to the rest of the country. Normal bikes, right. It's true. Um, my, the noise on my bike... Uh, when Harley yeah, said there was squeaky. nothing, the squeaky noise that I had. I, after much research, and it turns out it's the clutch bearing. And that means that means yeah, it needs to be replaced. So uh, next Friday, I'm dropping the bike off, and it's going to cost me two hundred bucks. They're going to replace the clutch bearing. You took it back to the dealership where you got it from. Yeah, I'm taking it back there. They're going to do the work. Those are the ones you should take it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're going to they're going to do the uh, they're going to do the work for me. And uh, it's going to be 200 bucks. They'll have the bike over the weekend, which is fine because I'm not going to be around that weekend anyway. I'm, I'm going to be over the weekend, I mean, they'll have it for a week. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> At I, least. I, 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 made <laughs> the, I made the appointment. I made the appointment. That's all I can say. I made the appointment. They're going to take care you of it. You made the appointment to get it in the door. You didn't make the appointment to get it worked on. I don't think I've ever fucking heard one, one Harley uh, dealership to give your bike back when they say they're going to give is, your bike uh, yeah. back. I don't so think this, I've this ever is heard true. that from anyone. <laughs> I know. You know. The thing is is that I, there was a couple things that we talked about. We said maybe it was the wheel bearings. Right. Turns out my bike has sealed cartridge bearings. So they don't necessarily need to be... You can you don't grease them, for example. You can replace them. And I he says you don't really have to replace them. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. So there's no greasing of it. So they're going to uh, put the new clutch bearing in, and, of course, they're going to change the fluid, and, of course, they're going to do a total clutch adjustment on the bike, and it'll be fine. And then, um, and now... So we, now, here's the question. Yes. If it's not replaced, what is what will happen? What is it the... Uh, you know, I never got into that, but let, let's let's assume the worst, like the clutch freezes up. I don't know if it'll freeze know. up. I don't know if it'll freeze up. I just the don't transmission think explodes. Shift. I don't know. It's, if it's a clutch bearing, that means it's a good chance that you're just not going to be able to get it in and out of gear. I don't know. I don't want to take that chance. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, was like, I, I can only imagine being. Well, that's, a, that's a good you question. That happen to you. It yeah. gets locked into a gear and then you're fucked. Yeah, I can. You know, I just said, you know, you can't get it into neutral or something. Or well, worse, I'm, I'm in, I get stuck in second gear and I'm on the parkway. Now I got to ride 50 miles <laughs> in second gear Not on the good. show. Not good, no. Um, so we were outside earlier. Yes. I wanted to, we did a test. We did a test. Just to give you an idea of where we're at. Um, we're going to do this more often. Right. We're going to start checking everybody's bike. Uh, we did a decibel level check on our bikes with yes, a nice I little handy decibel, de- decibel, decibel meter. Yep. And um, we'll start at the bottom or the top? We'll go with mine first. Okay, Tim. What was the decibels here? Now, this is measuring that uh, one foot from the uh, exhaust of the bike. Right. One foot. At idle. At idle. And you and came in at? At 107. 107 decibels. And uh, at, at, at rev at, I think it was about, you were at about 2,000? Yeah. About 2,000 RPM. 2,000 RPM. And you were at what? Um, what do you think? It was at 114? 114. 
for nice okay. and quiet. Okay. <laughs> nice and quiet. <laughs> do, do we want to? Do we want to get? Uh, let's, let's call up on the web with the decibel levels. You know, you know the the ratings. What that means? I think we probably should. That's a good idea. Well, you know uh, what? If you have your ear right next to it, sure. Bowl. But you know, the further away you go, the less, less uh, decibels is going to be. Okay, decibel chart. Here we go. Decibel decibel chart. We we'll give an idea what what we're at. Uh, decibel loudness comparison chart. Okay. Uh, at 107 decibels, you are the equivalent of a power lawnmower at three feet. Okay? It's not too bad. And at uh, 100 and, what did you say, 112? Yeah, 114. 114. So we're looking at 115 is equivalent to a loud rock concert. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, my bike. I was number next. Two. I was number two. I came in at 112 idle. And then at 2,000 RPM, I was coming in at 121. And what kind of pipes do you have on there? And I've got the uh, Screaming Eagles back from 2003. So these they don't make these anymore. These are the shorter versions, and they're non-baffled. They're so minor stock. You're, you're stock a, pipes. Those are your stock pipes on your bike? Yeah. All right. So, at uh, as, again, at 112, I'm right around this uh, power saw, like a circular saw, at three feet away. And at 121, I am looking at. That's, that's when all the 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 the, <laughs> the comparison chart says that at 125 decibels, pain begins. <laughs> okay, so I was close to the painless threshold. Uh, so Chris, yeah, Chris, at idle, what was yours, Chris? I uh, was at 114. 116, 116 at idle. Okay, so that, of course, the equivalent of a loud rock concert at Idol, which is interesting because at Idol, yours was the equivalent of Tim's at, at, at 2,000 RPM. <laughs> no, less. Mine was only 114. Oh, that's right. See? And yours at, um, at 2,000 RPM was what? Uh, 125. 125. So you were at the pain threshold. How about that? I've, yeah, I've, I have been uh, getting on my bike, and when I speed away, I've, I've, hurt, I've hurt people's ears. Very good. <laughs> and he's proud of it. And he's proud of that. Okay, now. He wants to get him to bleed next. That's my next job. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, I think my bike just sounds like a standard Harley. The bike's. I don't I mean, know. You, 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 have the, you have the short shots. Yeah, the short shot. Van, those are, are mid range. range. Those are mid range, man. If you heard fucking Lex's range. bike. Oh, he he's changed got, the, He's got the dragon cutoffs. He changed those the fucking pipes. things loud as So he shit. changed his pipes out, huh? Well, no, those are the, on the oh, bike that he got. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, wow. He's, he's got the drag pipes on his. Wow, that are horrifically. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get I the. I can't. Desk. Let's put it this way: his bike is so loud, I can't ride directly behind him or off to the side. Well, of that's him. yeah. I hear that's like when we went up to America. Tim was like directly behind me. He says he kept telling me, "Your bike is loud. Your bike is loud." <laughs> yeah, you got to ride behind Lex. Your ears will hurt. No, thank you. <laughs> It's horrific. So what we got to do is we got we have to get the meter over to him, but and, 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 and just we have to find out. Wait, think about at. it. You guys are wearing earplugs. I don't have to wear earplugs. Well, not, mine's not that bad. Well, l- l- let me let me let me start this now, and e- please prepare your vagina jokes right now. All right? <laughs> oh, I already do. Uh, I already okay, does. ready? Here's your. Uh, I, based on the fact that when we went to Americade, I had the sound. Of, now, mind you, I love the sound of the bike. It sounds really cool. And all that, yeah, but after I don't after, after, really after two hours, my head is rattling. You know, it's just totally rattling. Now I get it. You know, and it, 
I don't, you know, I don't really want to wake the neighbors up. Like if I'm going out for a motorcycle ride, I get, I, I put it so I start my bike in the street. I roll my bike out to the street and start it up because it's too freaking loud. So, yeah, you know what? I try not to do that too, but that's just being considerate. Yeah, you know, just try to be considerate. So, yeah. I went and uh, I ordered uh, original stock pipes for my bike, Ooh. and they came in yesterday. Ooh. And so I'm going to put those on uh, probably this week or maybe the, perhaps this weekend. I'll have the stock pipes on. The only two people I know that I haven't done this in a I know. I, I know. And, you know <laughs> it's fucking but you know what? The thing is, it'll still sound like a Harley. That's it. It's okay. It'll still sound like the V-twin. Blah, 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 blah. Well, here's, but what, it's here, just not here's, here's what it is. Okay. Loud pipes save lives. Yes, I got that. I got, that. I got the sticker on my helmet. Stock pipes save vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, and folks. There the it vagina is. joke. <laughs> Let me apologize to the people at the next table right now. Sorry, ma'am. We're uh, you know the, I, there's going to be vagina jokes here. You have to <laughs> okay, but uh, you know Deb doesn't. Uh, my wife, she doesn't think the the pipes. Are, she doesn't think it's loud because I, she hasn't sit on it for a long period. Well, of time. you know, and that's like well. The thing is, here's the other thing is like, where when she's sitting, but and I don't I don't see maybe she's deaf. I don't know. But she, when she's sitting, the saddlebag, the right saddlebag, is right directly over the pipes. So she doesn't. The, it's exhausting behind her. But for some reason, the the one pipe is like even with me where it ends. It's even with my ear. So I hear that blah 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 blah. Yeah, but we, that means she'd be right behind it. Then. I don't know. For some reason, she says that she doesn't think it's loud. I'm like, I don't know. So and I yeah, I, I guess I wear earplugs when I ride, but. By the time I get to work, you know, every morning it's like my, I hear this. I got this ringing in my ears. So you know what? Let me change it out. I, you know, here's here's the other thing that spoiled me. The other thing that spoiled me is I rode the V rod because the V rod does. It's not a lot of bike, but it's got that cool hot rod sound. It's just got that nice rumble hot rod sound. Not loud. I can hear myself think, and so like I want that. You know, until I get my V rod. I'm taking donations, by the way, on the website. You can donate to Ted's V Rod. Um, Save your money. Yeah, so I want to. You know, so, you know, so I'll, get, I'll get my V Rod one way or the other. And then, uh, so anyway, but that's I heard that, so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to wanted to calm it down a little bit, and, uh, and hopefully, uh, hopefully that won't create a detrimental situation when now I'm out. You will yeah. still wear earplugs, that's the question. Uh, well, not if I wear. You no, know, the they say technically you're supposed to wear earplugs when you ride. I can see why. I already have damaged hearing, so maybe, you know, whatever. But I, I honestly don't, you know, I'm probably fucking killing my hearing. Well, you know, if I, if I have More, my, but, maybe if I have my full helmet on, I won't. Maybe with my, with the half helmet, I will. See, my half helmet, or I have my, uh, my, my. The strap for me, half helmet. No, my, I have my. Uh, oh, your SM10. Yeah, my SM10 is on. So right. one side I have the SM10 blocking it, so I'm only getting it one ear. Right. Oh, it's okay. Not that bad, though. Oh, all right. Well, you know, it's, but I like I said, I, I'm, I will I wear the headphones? Hey, yeah, I'll probably wear the earplugs. Yeah, I probably will. Um, do we want to get uh, Tim's uh, angry weather report now for the upcoming week? All right, the weather report for the fucking week. You ready, people? Here we go. Wonderful. All right, up here in. Uh, okay, let's start with Atlanta, Georgia. Let's go down to Atlanta, Georgia for the weather. For the weather, um, you're going to have a little rain, 30% chance of rain on Tuesday in the 80s, high 80s. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday is going to be in the 90s, sunny and clear. And then uh, the rest of the week, you're going to look at some rain. 
So that's for the that's for the, the southeast. Rain. That's for Atlanta in the Georgia area. Well, what was that rain that we had before? I got caught in the rain on the way home. Yeah, from time. yeah, yeah. It was just a late sprinkle. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of a sprinkle. It got me pretty wet by the time I walked in the door. I was over at the uh, Muya having dinner. We'll okay. talk about that in a second. Okay, uh, Boca Raton, Florida. Okay, you're going to have three good days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and it's going to drizz- rain all the other days at a good 50%. Jesus. That so, doesn't sound like fun. And what about us here in the Northeast? Up here in the Northeast. Let's give a, let's give a West Coast forecast. Oh, you want to, well, the Northeast, we're about the same as Florida. <laughs> We've really? two good days, Friday and Saturday. Oh, good, and then it's going to be rainy every other day. Is it going to rain Sunday? Next week? No, this this coming Sunday. Coming up. This coming Sunday, thirty percent chance of rain. Ah, thirty percent. I can I can deal with that. Okay, That's Saturday's it. gonna be beautiful though. Of Saturday, course. Friday, and Saturday. It better be because we're playing. Yeah, right. We are. Oh my God. Uh, we'll okay. do a recap of that. What's going on? What's Los going on? Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, I adore man. It's gonna be beautiful every day, being they have no rain going on. Yeah. And they are on the West Coast? <laughs> wow. Well, they're they're talking about uh, a little rain on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, which I don't know. How much that's going to be? It doesn't give me a percentage. What kind of temperatures are we talking about? We're there? talking about in the mid 80s all week. Those people out there in California. They don't have to deal with our kind of uh, they, humidity. humidity. No, oh my God. That's crazy. It's the humididities. Yes, it is. Okay, wow. well, there you go. Check that out. I just sent something. Okay. Um, I got a, uh, a, a friend of mine uh, got the. Uh, D.O.T. Brain Bucket. Oh, yeah, he did. That was uh, Justin? No. Jimmy James. Okay. And, uh, did you try it on? Yes, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Really? D.O.T. Brain Bucket. Really? Yeah. Who makes it? I just sent the link to him. And you, too. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't get it on my phone. Bikerhelmets.com? Notice it's Ontario, London. All right. Okay. Yeah, they make that. They How make much is helmet. it? It doesn't say. Doesn't say. It's supposed to be free. There's no price. It's free. It's about eighty nine ninety. He said it. That's not too bad. And it's actually like what you wear. Yes. And but it's a DOT helmet. Yeah. Oh, we that's get, great. We gotta get. It's a little. It's a little thicker, but it's not dorky like the DOT helmets we have here that sit out on top of your head. Yeah. Because they're so padded. That's yeah, what I, I know about them. Okay. Well, that's not bad. That's oh. why I wear the brain bucket because uh, it's you know it's like wearing a hat. It's like a flush. flush yeah, that's true. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Hey, listen, before we move on to anything else, tell us about the, uh, what was it, the uh, 3030 uh, Motorcycle Club. That's the Lexus Club that he's in? Um, is it 3030? Is that yeah, what it's 3030. It's a reference to where one of the guys lives. Uh, some of them are corrections officers, some of them are not. Okay. That's about the extent of it. So. Oh, that's it? Oh, that's yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know much about it. Now, where are they based out of? You don't know? Um, I want to say the Union area. Oh, the rest, okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. And do they have like organized rides or a schedule, or are they just like uh, they, ha- they do have a bike night coming up on July 9th. That's uh, Thursday. 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 Okay, we're at. <laughs> oh, you got to know these things, man. Because Thursday, <laughs> if it, well, Thursday we're, we're probably going to have rehearsal on yeah, Thursday, so crap. I don't have the uh, the thing with me. Uh, okay, I think it's at the, the hill. The Gallopin Hill. They still have that on Tuesdays over there. The, over at uh, the Peter- bike night on Tuesdays. Peterson's. Yeah. No, they stopped doing that a while ago. Oh, oh really? Only, on, on Thursdays. Only on Thursdays. Oh, it's yeah. Thursdays. Yeah. What about that thing that they used to do at Peterson's over there at Five uh, Five Corners? That's what you're talking about, right? No, 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 no. Is that what you're talking about? Five I'm points. Five, five points. points. So Gallopin yeah. Hill. Yeah. 
the hill. The, the hill. Oh, the hill. Oh, really? Oh, is that what they call it? Okay. Because I remember when you, it was a car show most yeah, of the time. No, it is all, all a car show. As a matter of fact, they, uh, uh, quick run, they got moved. To, they, they unofficially do it Thursdays because actually the Galloping Hill doesn't want the bikes there anymore. Really? Yep. Wow, how about all, that? All the musclehead uh, cars uh, guys were pissing and moaning about the bike show. So do they have the bikes there on Tuesday now? They no. got to call the no. ambulance. Everybody right. goes and hangs call out. Call the ambulance. It hangs out on uh, Thursday, and that's it. That's the ambulance coming. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they they uh, that's that's what happened. That happened a while ago. So oh, that's like see now down yeah, by there's also a bike night. Um, I haven't yet to go to Blackthorn. Uh, Blackthorn and uh, Kenilworth. So just gonna there is Freehold uh, on Thursday nights. It they might have be after, see. It could be. A, I don't know. Okay. All right. I don't know where that thing is. Oh, the black the one on Blackthorn is on Tuesday nights. That I do know. Dirty thirties are on Facebook. Go look them up. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> Tim's getting into position. He's getting into position. All right. You got a problem with that? All right. Tim's in the position, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for the from the next table. Thank you very much. Yeah. You see this? This is Thank all comfy. You. This now. is it. Go. So um, down in Freehold Township, they have on Thursday nights. They have. Uh, it's a bike night. Now, it originally started out like a cruise night. Cars like were classic cars. But eventually, motorcycles started moving in. And it got to the point where there were far more motor cars, motorcycles than there were cars. And last time I was there, uh, one of the organizers told me they had up to 1,500 bikes there. Wow. Just lining every street in town. And it's pretty amazing some of the stuff you see. Some of it is just crazy. And this is in where? What town? This is in Freehold. Freehold, man. Yeah. Uh, I know the place down by me. You ever hear of Quaker's, Quaker Steak and Lube? It's a uh, it's a it's a run by I guess it's a franchise of Quaker State Oil, but they call it Quaker Steak, and uh, they have a, a cruise night down by a cruise night. They have a bike night down by me, and you there, there's no room for cars in the parking lot. Well, uh, a parking lot that usually well, yeah, I mean, holds like 50. If you're running a bike night, you generally want nothing but bikes. Yeah. Well, or, cars can go park somewhere else. Now, their parking lot is in the same parking lot as a movie theater and a couple other stores. And the area around the place, you can usually park about 50 or 60 cars. There's, It's it's just filled with motorcycles. It's just crazy. That's a beautiful thing to go through. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, do we move on to other stuff? You want to talk, no. you want to talk, you want to talk about the movie? Oh, cool! Let's yeah, talk, talk about, about the movie. movie. All right, listen. We both, we all, uh, both Tim and I watched, and I think you said you watched it too, Chris. Yeah, I saw the first uh, one, and then I watched a little bit of the. Uh, oh, you did watch a little bit. Okay, um, the long way around with you and McGregor and Charlie Borman, where they took that trip uh, around the world, uh, going east. Now, we, we we understand that this was done in two thousand four, and we're a little behind the eight ball here, a little behind the times. Everybody saw this already, but us, so we just watched it, and. I was so inspired by watching that first one around uh, this, the long way around. It was a fantastic show. It was a fantastic story. I enjoyed it a lot. It's just all the little things that they have to put up with that are going along and that the border crossings were just insane. Th- that alone right there, that was putting that aside. That's I'll call that the political aspect of, but of the just, movie. But amazing of what they had to go through. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. It's on Netflix. That's yeah, you got to be patient for the first couple episodes. Yeah, it's all about preparation. Preparation, how, what they had to go through to get all the visas and for a crew of, uh, I think they had a crew of eight. Uh, well, there was uh, themselves, then there was uh, this guy, Cla- Claudio, who rode a motorcycle with them. And then they had how many, They had two support vehicles, two 4x4 yes. four four trucks right. loaded with all of this gear. Uh, I guess there was... There was three people or three or four people in each truck. Yeah. 
They had a uh, doctor go with them. Doctor, a couple cameramen, producers. And producer, and yeah, and it, uh, it's just amazing what they went through. They went through, uh, of course, all of Europe, uh, Kazakhstan, Russia, Mongolia, Mongolia, and yep. then uh, they flew from uh, Russia to Alaska, and then down through Canada, and of course the U.S., and of course back then to New York, and then of course they sh- they shipped everything back over to uh, the U.K. And then they rode into London where they finished up the trip. It's amazing in some of these countries what they call roads. Oh, they weren't even roads. They yeah. were just a disaster. It was just a path. And, yeah, yeah falling over in these 1,000-pound these bikes, and they're trying to pick them up. And See, that's you're having I, a long day and trying to pick up your bike. Now, in some cases, they were only doing 200 miles or 250 miles in a day. Now... To us, 250 miles, well, that was our trip up to Lake George. Right. Not right? even. Not you know? even. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> now, 216. 216, whatever, that's all right up there. Now, these guys would be 250 miles. You say, well, that's not a lot. Yes, but they've got motorcycles that weigh over 1,000 pounds packed with all their gear, and they're going through some really super rough terrain. Well, I understand, cases. too, is that just because they had a support crew doesn't mean the support crew was with them right. the entire no, time. It was the, not. The support crew was always four, four to six hours just behind them. them. They were just they're four to six hours behind They're riding their own bikes. Right. They're yeah. dealing with the own headaches of riding a bike right. with equipment on it, so... And it was. I thought it was. I would like to know uh, the the gear that they use. I would really like to know because they didn't really tell you much about that. The riding suits that they wore, the <coughs> boots that they wore, which we the term looked like enduro boots that they were wearing, right? racing boots. The suits that they were wearing, the riding suits, to me looked extremely heavy and very hot. But because they were, but the whole here's one thing about the whole movie: they didn't specify what the temperature was throughout. The well, they were they, they were doing it. Of course, it probably was, I'm assuming because it, like, they was well, they were in centigrade. Place. They were in centigrade. They went too. from cold to hot to cold to hot. Yeah, right. Okay, they were in centigrade, and uh, just keep in mind: zero, deg- zero degrees is thirty two degrees centigrade. No, I'm sorry, take that back. Zero degrees centigrade is thirty two degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Right, we know that. Yeah, so, we were saying they, they kept on saying it was forty degrees. I don't know if they're saying it was 40 degrees Celsius. No, if they were sweating their asses off, it was 104. <laughs> you know, that's a 40 degrees is like But you can't wear those suits that they were wearing. They were it's wearing like, them. Unless they had uh, they some were, sort of circulation. Unless, well, unless if those suits, uh, I, again, I don't Probably. know because, the, yeah. you know, apparently because they are covered up like that, it just it keeps their body temperature low and they're vented really well. I don't know. They're wearing full helmets and they're riding through this dust. Well, that was in the second one. We started watching the second one, which is a little different. But the first one, they had colder temperatures to deal with. And some of those roads, like you said, you can't even call them roads. The and what, what amazed me also, too, is that they would take on and stay at people's house they didn't even know. Well, the word got out that they were doing this. And then people just started, you know, come on in. And in some cases, they didn't have a choice. Like to get like the mayor of the town would come by. Come on, you're staying with me. Well, no, 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 you're staying with me. You know, and you're in places like Mongolia and, and Russia. You can't take. You don't say. Nah, we're gonna pass. <laughs> no, you're coming with us. I, I cracked me up. You know, they, some of these people they had, they would very welcomingly show them <laughs> the weapons that they have in their house. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That was great. <laughs> like really. Or they would entertain you, much to your dismay. <laughs> right? Do, do I have to sit here and listen to this? Right? Okay. But or you um, or, or you drive all day, and then you just want to get down and rest, and then the town has sets up this whole thing yes. where you gotta they want to interview you. Part, you. part oh. of it, and it's like, oh, just let me rest. 
oh, probably more astounding than all of it. And I think you'll agree. And, I, and we're going to try our very best. If you have not seen it, we'll give you our very best. Try not any spoilers here. But this could be a potential spoiler alert. Some of the meals that they ate while oh they God. were on this trip mm. by some of no the way. locals would say, here, try this. And you look at you and you're going, yeah, and you're, I'm thinking like, no freaking way. That was one I, thing no. I commented to, to Tim yeah. about is that uh, no. going, on, going over to other countries just in general. And there's always that's the one thing that's, uh, that's always on my mind is the fucking food. Because well, I know what they eat over some of the countries, man. If somebody hands me a fucking monkey head, I'm going to punch them and run away. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking eating this shit. They just no, got it's, some crazy it, it's shit insane. Over there. It's crazy. And I tell I you what. I can imagine doing that, that bike ride and then some of these off villages, man, where you're eating just the most obscene I would say right then, because as you could see, they were traveling and they had these camping packets of food that were sealed. Yeah. And I would say, no, thank you. I've got my camping food. It's okay. It's quite all right. But, you know, when they force it in your face and they say, yeah, but no, here, have this. You can't, you know, we want to, I'm sorry, we don't want to insult you, but would I'm you rather I say you. no? Okay. But hold yeah. but, but here's the thing. Yeah. That's the culture down there, and you're not allowed to refuse well, that sort not, of stuff. Well, well, no, well no, you're know? not allowed to refuse her. Yeah, yeah, I'll refuse that. <laughs> no fucking problem. You know, then you have to say, well, what's the alternative? I either refuse you and insult you, or I throw up on your carpet. You know? Either way, I, it's it's an insult. They're going to go, hi, he ate it, and he threw up. Yes, thank you very much. No. No, thank you. Not doing that. Uh-uh. You know? You end up with all these... I'm surprised they weren't. Uh, I know Charlie did end up with the uh, runs one. Day. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, that that was on the on the Africa trip. Yeah. Oh my God. But that, still, I'm surprised they didn't end up that way more often. Especially in some of the parts of Russia and Mongolia that they were in, because they 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 were and again the the they were using um, BMW uh, uh, GS 1200s on that trip. Uh, and I guess this was, this was uh, I guess, kudos to BMW for making such a resilient motorcycle. Can't Even, stop, without a doubt. Yeah. You know. I'm it's, funny, it's funny. Before, when I uh, got home from work today, I saw a BMW commercial yeah. with that bike. Really? The new one. You know, it's a, and, they were, and they were promoting it like exactly like And I'm, I'm, su- I'm surprised through all that riding, you didn't see any flats either. No, I'm yeah. very, very surprised. Isn't that amazing? Well, they got good tires, obviously. But motorcycle tires are pretty good. They're more resilient to car tires. They are. They have to be. But not only that, but they also have have tremendous, tremendous suspension. So that suspension is soaking up a lot of those hits, a lot of those big rocks. Um, You know, and, and of course, they're, they're knobby tires. You know, and so they they get really great traction. And well, I just think a lot of that riding they could have done not on the road, but to the side of the road would have been better. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? I mean, it's a watch get off the road because the roads are horrible. Yeah. You're, you're looking at this and you're watching these guys <laughs> ride through this muck and this mire, and then you say to yourself, "Well, look, if you go like five feet off the side of that crap, it's smooth because nobody's driving over there." You know, <laughs> drive over there. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just it was. I just thought it was amazing. You know. I, 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 it just again reaffirms to me some of the places that I, I will never want to go. Yeah, there's yeah, no, no. now the countryside. Well, there's a couple instances where they did camp mm-hmm. off the side of the road, out in the middle of freaking nowhere. They set up their camp and they're going to camp here. And right. and and out of the middle of nowhere, people start showing up. That's I'm right. Like, I don't know, man. You know, and shaking their hands and trying to communicate with you, and you have no idea what they're saying. You know, you know, these people are like. They're carrying AK-47s or something, you know. <laughs> you just, know. Really? You know, and then 
Well, I, the, you know, I I don't know. I can't remember if they did it because I remember seeing it in the second one. But one of the guys, as well as being a uh, working a camera or doing whatever. Right, he yeah, was he was also, also security. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's in the I'm second one. he had one of the guys doing that. Uh, well, when they were in parts of, they were by themselves with, Clou- I mean, with Claudio. Because I mean, realistically, we're talking about a movie star here. Okay. Well, two, two I mean, of you both have of them you, are. yeah, you you have people that know them, so there, there's no fucking way they're going to let anything happen to them. No, okay? of course not. No, so I'm sure not. some of the guys in that crew probably were secure. But I'm sure that because you know, we, well, you and he grew that freaking beard, and you couldn't. I mean, well, you, we know who he is, but I'm sure a lot of people don't recognize him. But I well, don't know. In the second one, he went to the. Uh, the Star Wars, where they filmed the first Star Wars, which was amazing to me. Yeah. And he's walking around inside with people all checking it out, all visitors checking it out. And he's standing right next to one of the posters, and he looks exactly like him, and nobody recognized him. <laughs> I know. That's weird. I, I found that pretty funny. I found that really funny. I was like, he's right in there. And I was like, what? Yeah. They don't know who he is? That's a great. I mean, I'm like, great. <laughs> you know? But he grew one hell of a beard. Oh, that my God. That, holy crap. That first one, he grew that beard. Holy crap. It's like, you know, good for him because he, he it kept him warm, for one. Must have been really uncomfortable in that helmet, though. Well, after talking about uh, both of all of this, uh, it sparked me. Remember when I did the little searching? And I found a little blurb on, uh, on, a, uh, on a British news site that they had talked to... Uh, uh, what was it, Charlie? Charlie Borman, yeah. Yeah, they had talked to him in an interview uh, maybe about a year or two years ago. Okay. And uh, him and him and uh, Ewan McGregor are uh, are planning a third one. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. You know, because, well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll skip ahead to that in a second. They, they're to- we'll- it's, a, it's a talk, so nothing. Okay. Been, so whether or not it actually happens, but that was, they said there are, they were talking about doing a third one. Cool. Well, between the first one and the second one, uh, eight the, years. There's no, no, no. That's the first amazing. one. The first one was 2004. 2004. Second one was 2007. When oh, they, right. that so was called the Long Way Down, yeah. where they went from the tip of Scotland on the northern end all the way down to uh, Cape Town in South Africa. So that's been eight years since the, le- the right. second one. Now, between those two, Charlie Borman went and did the the Dakar Rally. He did that solo, Dakar, and actually made a film of it while him doing it. <laughs> Yeah, they um, mentioned that in that new little news blur right Right. That is so that's how they... He's done a couple of other solo things. Sure. And then well, it's after after they did Long Way Down, Charlie went and did uh, a tour around Canada. He toured entire Canada, and he made a film of that also. Meanwhile, Ewan McGregor went and had three more kids. So, <laughs> so, so he one was... guy bi- traveled, the other guy fucked. <laughs> 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 Who would you want to be? <laughs> sorry at the next table. I'm sorry. We just, you know, yeah, we had yeah. to bring that up. But anyway, but yeah, the, so, so he was busy at home being a dad, and, and he got all these movie offers. He started doing movies like freaking crazy. Charlie Borman in the second one, he said he's been in 29 movies, and Ewan McGregor's been like over 100 or something. Yeah, like right. yeah. yeah. Ewan McGregor's been around a long time. Yeah, he's been around for a while. So, so they're going to do a third one, which is great. Oh, I, the only thing I can imagine that they would do is somewhere in Canada down to Argentina, South America. Like I said, I it was know. just a little blurb that he wow. said they were talking about doing one. So Unlo- there's no ideas on how they're going to do it. Unless if they go, oh, unless if they go from Scotland all the way through Europe, through China, See, you're to that Australia. They're, they're going to stick with Europe again. Well, no, how no. You, how do you know they might? Because not they're from do London. America. That's why they're from London. Well, they're from uh, uh, Ewan McGregor's Scottish. So, oh. Yeah, so 
they might start up in England again or Scotland and then go down to uh, Australia. They might go to Australia. Start up in Alaska and then go down through Americas and all the way down to the end of South America. Well, they, they could, that would be that would be crazy. Now, listen, um, I do know that. Do you remember? Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Neil Pert. When he did his thing, yeah. he went down to Belize. And there's a lot of paying off everybody. If you want to go anywhere, you got to pay off a lot of people. So now if you remember now, uh, when Top Gear, when they went down, they were in Patagonia, and they went down to Argentina, what happened to them when they got to Argentina because of the Falklands War back in the 80s, they got, basically they had to run out of the country with their tail between their legs because they were going to get killed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, they got kicked out. They so told now, them they had to leave. They had to leave. Now, so now, would Ewan McGregor and, and Charlie Borman do yeah, but that? But that had to do with, that That had to do with what their license plate said. Oh, was They it? thought it was a, uh, a diss on, on their culture or something I about guess they them. would have to investigate it. I don't know. Yeah, but no. I think that, that would be an interesting ride. They would probably go West Coast. Uh, probably you want they probably want to stay away from the East Coast where Brazil is. I don't know. Well, well, we don't know, but that would be wonderful if they did that. I would yeah, really love yeah, it. Yeah, that would be very cool. Oh, we just have to wait and see if they actually, if that'd they be, actually come that'd, to fruition. That'd be fantastic. I would love to see that. You have to see what the roads are down in, uh, in Mexico and all Well, that. based on what Neil Pert said in his uh, book, which is uh, Ghost Rider, I think it was uh, Tales from the Healing Road, um, he said the roads were seemed to be okay. He was, he was on dirt for a little while going through... Uh, he didn't hit Costa Rica, did he? No, he did not. Uh, Costa Rica. Oh, yes, he did. Film Jurassic yeah. Park. Parts of it, yeah. Who was yeah. doing that? Jurassic Park? Oh. Did you just have a stroke? No, I thought, I thought that, I, <laughs> what did well, you just say? I thought I said, that, he said Costa Rica, and I was like, that's where they filmed Jurassic oh, Park. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought he said he was going down. You were like no, having a stroke no, over there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who did? Why did you say that? Did you go there? <laughs> All right, listen. Now, I want to let's, let's move on to something that's really interesting. This is something near and dear to my heart. As you all know, I am a oh. cyclist. And I love everything cycling. Do you want us to leave? No, listen, no wait a minute. But you'll, but you'll find this very interesting. Right now, currently, as we're speaking, today's July 5th. Uh, it is July 6th. I'm sorry. Today is, uh, this is this is Tour de France month. Today, This is the 100th, 102nd uh, running of the Tour de France. And Can I leave the podcast and have a second? Uh, it, well, it's up to you because, listen, this is, this, is, this is some interesting things. For those who don't know, who don't follow cycling, <coughs> Does everybody want to cough into the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I have to deal with. The people at the next table are rolling their eyes. All right, so look, so here's the thing. Here's what the Tour de France is all about. You got 21 stages, which means 21 days, uh, for a total of 2,088 miles. That's this year. Every year it varies. This year they started in the Netherlands. They're going to spend two days in Belgium. And here's the here's the way the stages go. There are three hilly stages. It basically is like rolling hills. Then there's seven mountain stages, tall, tall mountain stages, which switch back up and down the mountains like that. There's one solo time trial, and then there's a team time trial, and then there's two rest days. Now, 13.3 miles of this year's tour are going to be on rough, dusty, uneven, and sometimes muddy cobblestones. People going down. Cobblestone, right, exactly. People always do. Now I want to know about the bike, the motorcycles that follow them and, and lead them. We're going to get right to that. Now there are mountain climbs with switchbacks throughout the Alps and the Pyrenees Mountains, which are near the Pyrenees are near Spain, and with gradients ranging from five percent to fifteen percent. Now I'll give you an idea of, as a reference. You know the road that goes up to the Wachung Mountains up there, up to the right. circle up there. Right. That is four percent. Okay. 
So imagine a road that's 15%. It's, you know, I'll give you an example. You know Warrenville Road? Yes. Okay, that's 15%. That's a steep hill. Now, these guys are on these motor, uh, motorcycles going up this hill on average around 15 miles per hour with another person on the back of them. Talk about balance and handling. There you go. Now, there are 22 cycling teams. Each has a team car. 22 teams. That means there's 22 support vehicles on the road with 198 cyclists. Wow. Okay? There are nine cyclists on each team. Okay? Within all that, there are 30 motorcycles that accompany the tour from start to finish. Wow. 30. Now, aside from the, the person they call the pilot, the, the driver of the motorcycle, they call them the pilot. On each motorcycle, there will be a variation of anything from a photographer, a video cameraman, a IMAX cameraman, uh, a guy who keeps a timekeeping time split board, stewards, which are basically people who just help out during the tour, race officials, medical, and observers. So all these motorcycles are usually riding with a person on the back, usually carrying some sort of equipment. Facing the opposite way. Facing the guy who the, the guy well the guy who's the guy who's operating usually the cameras uh, the, the, for for television. He's facing he's, the back. Of he life. doesn't face backwards, but he is not sitting still by any stretch of imagination. He's moving from side what to side. What kind of bikes are they using? I'll get right to that right now. The official tour supplier of motorcycles for the last twenty years has been Kawasaki. Really? And they're all using KLV one thousands and the ZRX series motorcycles. BMWs are used primarily for the TV and for press. And not only that, prior prior to the race starting, there is what they call the um, the public caravan. This is basically a parade that proceed that precedes the race, and it's usually ten miles long from all the sponsors of the race. And uh, in that. There's going to be it's going to vary as to the number of motorcycles that participate in that. All of them are giving away uh, goodies and all kinds of crap to the public. They're just throwing stuff. There's usually somebody on the back just throwing stuff. Are they, to throwing, are they throwing motorcycles? No, they're not throwing motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> one of the one of the motorcycles in the tour that does this has a big rack. I should say I should say it that way. Okay, it has a big carrying case on the back of the bike that is filled with water bottles. Filled with water bottles. I would have to. And he rides up next to the riders, and he, so the riders can take a water bottle. Now, on the climbs, again, these guys are going anywhere between 10 and 18 miles per hour going uphill on switchbacks. Okay? Now, some of the faster Tour de France uh, bicycle riders can go up to 25 miles an hour going uphill on one of these steep gradients. But the average is, like, between 12 and 14 miles per hour. So now imagine yourself... Staying just ahead of the rider that the TV people want to see, you're going 15 miles per hour. You got a guy with a huge camera. He's twisting around behind you, and you have to stay in front of him going up the switchback at 15 miles per hour. It's hard enough to keep our 850-pound freaking motorcycles we have standing straight up. Or I wonder if it slow. would make it harder because some of these, like these bikes, like the, that we're, you're talking about. Like I said, we're like we're talking about the BMW. They're high bikes. Right. Yes, that makes a bike exactly. that makes a bike less. It, 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 the balance is not very spectacular. Like no, you, no, you no, no. Work yeah, I know. Harder. 
Uh, oh yeah, when, as it, opposed to a low bike like my my Fat Boy or a, a Heritage, they they got a very low center of gravity. Exactly. You would think they would want to use those bikes for that. They don't, right? I don't know. You think? Now here's the thing, or even something like a trike. Right. Well, see, the thing, a tri- thing trike about is trikes is they, they're too wide. They're, they're too wide. Now, now, keep in mind, you've got 22 team cars all trying to keep track of their guy, of their guys, I should say. And anytime one of their guys raises a hand, that means they need water, they have a flat tire or something like that, that team car has to come rushing up and help them. So they have to meander their way on these narrow European roads. Wow. And the motorcycle riders are, are doing their thing, A, to keep the crowd in check, and also just just safety purposes. But each one of these motorcycles is equipped with communications radio, tall antennas on the back. Each one of the riders are wearing a bright safety vest. And not only that, on the top of their helmets, they have markings on the top of the helmets so they can be identified from helicopter. Yeah. Why does the helicopter have to know? Because they're always, for example, uh, one of the directors... From any of the broadcasting agencies, could say to the to the helicopter guy, if you see something, let us know. And the helicopter guy will say, "This I see this guy doing this." And then they'll say to the guy on the motorcycle, "Hey, number thirty five, uh, go up and go after that guy." And so oh, he's got to race see. up and go get him. So these guys aren't just going along for a two thousand mile motorcycle ride; they are busy, and they're also trying to balance themselves. Uh, the official, okay, like I said, the uh, there are 210 cameras being used during the entire Tour de France. Ten of those cameras are on motorcycles. Wow. Right? There are at least 50 different photographers that will be riding as pylon, which is passenger, on the motorcycles. They stand, they face forward, they lean over, and they carry the heavy equipment. These guys, I've seen, I've seen these guys leaning over with the camera like inches above the ground. Just to film the guys, and they're leaning over with the camera, looking into the lens. So, <laughs> and these guys are keeping these bikes upright. Man, that um, really throws the center of gravity off on that. And here's an interesting thing: the TDF organizer is the ASO. They are the same people who organized the Dakar Rally. And the Dakar Rally is pretty badass. And so they they keep this whole thing together really, really freaking well. It's an amazing thing to watch. I watch the Tour de France every year. This is my thing. So I usually tell everybody for the month of July, don't look for me because I'm busy. I'm watching the tour. You know? So there's your uh, Tour de France lesson for the uh, for the uh, episode. People, go out there and watch it. Tune in. Yeah. It's on uh, NBC Sports. So watch that. All right. Um, let's see. We talked about the Valor ride already. Hey, so let's. Uh, it's time for the motorcycle shootout. Do we have. Do we have a sound effect for the motorcycle shootout? No, we don't. We don't. We should. Okay. Oh wait, here we are. Here we are. Uh, hold it. It's time for the motorcycle shootout. With <laughs> <laughs> a cap gun. <laughs> a All right, time for that motorcycle shootout. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, it's Fourth of July. Hope everybody had a great Fourth of July, by the way. Yes. All right. Okay. Our since now we're talking about Kawasaki's here, the first bike as part of the shootout right now. We got the. Kawasaki, all right, with the fireworks already, for God's sakes. Oh, real quick, yeah, the uh, Valoride is, uh, uh, registration is from 9 to 12, and the ride leaves at 12 sharp. 12 sharp. 60 miles? I think 60 miles. 60 Police miles. escort. Police escort. That's a nice ride. It really is a yes. nice ride. Ride really leaves and ends from the Deutsche Club. Okay. $25 a rider, $15 a passenger. 
$20 walk up. And there's food and enter in a band. And, 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 and that money gets you uh, barbecue, drinks, and whatever. Barbecue. See, and I some, see, this is the problem of coming in late, though. You see, you talk about you want to ride last. You come in, you're the last one to come back, so you're the last to get food. That's what I have. No, he just cuts with. in. He'll just cut in. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. Hell yeah, sure. Easy for you to say. I'm hungry now. <laughs> but you're always hungry. I know. All right. All right. First, first, um, first motorcycle on the uh, shootout is the Kawasaki versus 1000 LT. Uh, it is a $12,800 motorcycle. It's got a 1,043cc liquid-cooled engine. That's it? That's wow. it. Man. Six speed. Six speedy. That's good. It's got the 120 front, 180 rear tire. It's got a 5.9-inch ground clearance. It looks a lot taller than that, actually. It's uh, It looks a lot taller. 5.9 like, ground clearance? That ain't too bad. It's six, almost six inches almost. It's, it looks pretty. I know. Uh, it's got a 5.5-gallon gas tank. That's pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty good. You get orange, black, flat black, metallic black. So basically, you get three types of black and orange are your choices. <laughs> I mean, black is black. I don't care if it's shiny, dull, whatever. It's black. 33.1-inch seat height. Wow. Not for short people. Not for no, me. You say that's, that's tall. That's way up there. Uh, which, well, a lot of favorite bikes I hear a lot of guys talk about is the Ducati Multistrada 1200S. $17,695 as your base price. Uh, 1198cc engine. Wow. Six-speed tranny. 120 front, 190 rear tire, 518 pounds. I do not know how much the Versus weighs. I couldn't get that information. But the Multistrada is 518, and that's wet weight, ready to ride. 5.3-gallon gas tank, and it's got ABS brakes. Woohoo! And you can get it in red and white, and it's got it. Here's a cool but thing. not black. <laughs> not black. No black available. It's got an adjustable seat height ranging from 32.5 to 33.3 inches. That's bizarre. Adjustable. Yeah, right. Adjustable seat height. Which is why don't why doesn't every motorcycle have an adjustable seat height? Why? Why not? Every motorcycle should have adjustable forward and rear seat placement and up and down. This is what concerns me about these type of bikes. My my inseam is only like 30. So yeah, so this is totally out of your. I mean, how would I sit on this thing? You don't. Tippy toe. You do. Huh? You can sit on it. You just can't stop. I can tippy toe. Tippy toe it. Yeah, but that's uncomfortable though. That is very uncomfortable. Five hundred eighteen pounds. I'm going to be on my tippy toes. <laughs> well, like, that yeah, thing I leans see, a little I see bit. So many people do that. I'm going to be taking out everybody on the side of me. Well, I'll give you an example. My my road bicycle. Uh, now I've got a thirty six inch inseam. My road bicycle. I have to tippy toe, and that's uncomfortable. That's why I look for a curb if I have to stop. Because then I can put my foot flat, but you know to have that—that's that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Now it, it's got, like I said, bike is—it's got that adjustable seat. And again, why doesn't every motorcycle have an adjustable seat? Why aren't they all adjustable? It's probably a lot of added design. I don't—I don't know. Well, I'll talk about this in a second. Our third bike in the shootout is my favorite, the Harley Davidson V Rod Muscle. Ooh. Motorcycle comes in at sixteen thousand seven hundred dollars. It's got a 76.1 cubic inch, 60 degree V-twin engine, liquid cooled. All right. It's, it is one of my favorite things. It's got 120 front tire and 240 rear. Nice. <laughs> that baby tracks straight. I'm surprised it's as heavy as It's it a beast. 673 wow. pounds. That is a heavy motorcycle. It's got an extremely low center of gravity, though. 
It's got a 4.1 inch ground clearance. <laughs> What's that? Mine's heavier. <laughs> Yours is heavier. It's got a 4.1 inch ground clearance. So yeah, you're, you're not going over any speed bumps. That's with that. nice. Uh, five gallon gas tank. It's got does not. Well, it's have, not the ground clearance so much. It's the seat height. I mean, you want to see how high you sit on the bike. Yeah. Well, it's got four piston caliper brakes, not ABS. It's got it's got, uh, so <laughs> it's got two ca- it's got two. <laughs> Two discs on either side of the wheels. <laughs> this thing will stop you in a heartbeat. Uh, you can get it in black quartz, red flame, sand, or vivid black. Again, two two types of black, red and sand color. I don't know the miles per gallon on the other bikes, but this one gets 37 miles per gallon, which isn't that great. It really, it really isn't. But that's, that's better than most cars. And, the, of course, our favorite number here, it's 27.8-inch seat height. That's pretty high. Higher than, higher than I thought. It is a little. I'm going to tell you something. It, this is a flat foot bike. You can get on it, and your feet are flat on the ground. There's no question about that. You're flat footed on this bike. Um, but again, one of the things I'm talking about because we're talking about the uh, adjustable seat height that's on the Multistrada. Now, Tim, and this is something I'll, I'll bring up. And I, Justin briefly mentioned this last time we saw him and we talked to him. But with uh, with as, as guitar players, if you go and buy a guitar, the first thing you do is what? You take it to Jerry, our guitar tech, and right. say, Jerry, set it up for us. Right. He lowers the action. He sets up the intonation, puts new strings on it, cleans it up, and straightens the neck, tunes the neck up, and gets it all straight. Right. And then then you play it. Right. As a cyclist, one of the first things that I do, for example, I just bought my new this bicycle that I have now. I bought that, even with my mountain bike when I got that. The first thing I did is I take it to the shop, and I go, okay, let's do a pro fit. And a pro fit is where they put you on the bike, they adjust the seat position forward and aft. They adjust the seat height. They adjust the handlebar height and the distance. They tune the bike to the size of your body. And then you go ride it. With a motorcycle, from what I gather and from my experiences, I like that bike. Very good. Here's the keys. Thank you very much. See ya. And you drive it out the door. Now, you granted most guys, and as I did, when you get that bike home, you start making adjustments yourself. You're getting new different handlebars. You're adjusting the angle of the handlebars, but you can't change the seat height. You can't change the seat forward or rear position. You That's just yeah, right. you can't yeah. change any of that. You're, so you have to like it right from the get. go You have to like it right from the get go. And the other thing is, is the only thing that you get is the option to change the handlebars. Well, you could change for, the seat. I'll say for you could change the seat out for a Harley Davidson owner. I'll say for a cruiser owner, you can change the seat, which can give you different padding. It can give you different forward and rear position. You can change your handlebars, which will give you a different reach. But you can't really adjust the forward and rear position of the seat, uh, location of the seat, or the height. You can change out your pegs. You can change out your floorboard. There's no uh, at a motorcycle. major cost. Yeah, and there's no option for motorcycle manufacturers aren't giving you giving any purchaser of a motorcycle the option to say, well, our our technicians or somebody at the store will fit the bike to you. There, there isn't that. Right, they should do that. Right, it's just the handlebars per se. No, maybe for your uh, your sport touring bikes, maybe for your, some of your sport bikes, maybe your adventure bikes. Maybe that option is like with the Multistrada. Maybe that option is available. At the dealers where they can help you adjust your bike. Uh, are manufacturers hoping or just relying on the buyer, the owner, to adjust their own bikes to their own liking? And perhaps. Is it their responsibility? I don't know. But yeah, I don't, it's just the I way don't know. it is. I don't you, know. You, if you want to take that even further, you can go, go, go with the same thing with car. 
yeah. how a car fits you. But at least a car, you have an adjustment of the seat. You have the seat adjustment, and, and now height. there are some cars that have pedal adjustments that automatically right. move the pedals in and out. And you have steering wheel adjustments up and down for your comfort. Motorcycle, here's the keys. Get out of here. That's pretty <laughs> Can you imagine it. if they had electronic uh, clutch adjustments in and out? And <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, uh, no, for example, Tim, they we probably not, don't. Like I said, because I, I think if you think about the grand, you know scope of that, that's just adding more of a mechanical design thing too that makes it more complicated to make. Well, let's take for example more weight. Well, let's take for example a car that does not have electric seats, but you have the option to adjust your seat forward and back. Uh, and handle, you can you can adjust the steering wheel up and down. So there's two mechanical adjustments that really, honestly, don't really add any additional equipment to the car. It's just an option. Now, if you have electric seats where you can go up and down and tilt forward, you got lumbar, you got the vibrating seat and all that crap like that. Well, that's different. But uh, I just I, it would be nice if motorcycles had more of that. Now, let's take your motorcycle for example, Chris. Tim. Tim yes. Let's, let's take it now. If you had that option when you purchased your bike where they could say, okay, well, you can adjust the seat any direction you want, it would make your life a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Well, you know? they, made it an hour. Uh, they, they can make the seat an hour, but you have to have a custom done. You know, that's, right. see, that's well, an option. Well, bike can change on your bike. Yeah, well, I, I did lower it to two inches at first, which was... <laughs> and then, you know, considering that, that yeah. it wasn't too, too hard on such a big bike. No. It wasn't too bad at all. I mean, you really didn't have to, you know, do any rocket science on it. No. But like, 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 but like Tim, like you said, you know, any ma- major changes you want to make to your motorcycle, like seat or handlebars. Well, well not so much handlebars. Yeah, well, handlebars on mine too, because mine is buried. Oh, yours under is all the uh, fairings, so I can't even adjust my handlebars on my own. Not without to, spending an entire weekend tearing your bike apart. Well, unless see, I don't have the the tool to take off the uh, the. Um, the fairing, you know, no, not the not the fairing, the uh, gauges, ignition. Oh, really? You have to take the ignition post out in order to take the fairing off. We need one of those Ewan McGregor, Charlie Borman toolkits. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I'm sure another expense. Yeah, of course. Well, this is something that the whatever. You know. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, we're going to briefly talk about the Saddle Sore 1000. As you know, we've been talking about, and I've been talking about wanting to do this. And uh, I had mentioned it to you, Tim, and you, you, it kind of piqued a little bit of interest in you. And I will throw it now at Chris. Would you be interested in doing that? Depends on how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> well, the idea is to ride 1,000 miles in one day. 24 hours. 24 hours, yes. You know, if this... If it's done, yeah. If it's done right, you can you can do it in twenty four hours. Oh, yeah, absolutely can. I mean, there it's is be a loose it, schedule. If you go to the Iron Butt Association, their website, just look it up, and they give you guidelines on how to do this. And there's also what they call the archive of wisdom from previous riders who have done it, and tips on how to do it and stuff like that. See, to Tim, you don't said you don't like riding at night. Well, here's Who the thing. This is going to require riding at night. You're going to have to leave it. We're going to have to leave it like 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I, I, yeah, like 12 or 1, I said. Dude, get that 24 hours. Well, no. you. So you have All it. these guys are saying they're able to do it in 18 or 19 hours. Yeah. Wow. I could see that. Yeah, I, I could yeah. definitely see that. Yeah. See, could, the whole thing is, is that if you're going to do it at night, that's, I mean, start... At three o'clock, or night riding is two. great, man. Because no cars on the road. I know, but I'm saying that's fine. And then by the time you get out away from all the the dense traffic areas, you'll be. In, that's when the daytime kicks in, and it's all 
cool sailing from there, depending on where you're going. And then, of course, it's, yeah, but you, you know, know you got to make it. You could make. I mean, you, you could do it pretty quick. I mean, that's what you're talking about a weekend. Yeah, yeah. You, like, uh, Saturday would be the better you, day. You know, to do you it. know, and where we live, we could. We, there's, there's, we we could make it uh, a run of it. Um, I believe it's. Uh, what is it? Eleven hundred miles from here to Florida. Uh, I I don't know. We, do we Google this and check it out? I'll, I'll Google it right now because I was thinking to do that. Yeah, but then you're talking basically about, what you're doing is are you going to do two thousand miles in a weekend? No, 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 no. <laughs> to, to do this thousand miles right. in uh, twenty four hours, you you just take that trip from Florida and cut it in half. Well, of course, go to here. Yeah. Take go from here down to what South Carolina. Right and turn around, come then back. Turn around, well, that's oh, of course, yeah, then, of course. Then you're done. Well, I've been I've been looking at the different routes that we could take or something like that. I mean, if that. you're going to take it's back a, fucking roads, no, or, forget you it. Know, no. You know, you fuck no. you. I ain't doing it then. No, no, you can't. You can't. You can't. There's no way you could do it. You have to. You have to be able to pump out 500 yeah. miles. You know, and it's got to be highway miles. And it, you know, one of the things that they said on this website, IBA website, is that you know, it's speed is not necessarily your friend. You know, because you're gonna have to, <laughs> you're gonna have to stop. You're gonna have to get gas. You're gonna have to take pee breaks. Um, and I guess the route you take, you never know. You don't know what highways are having. You have to do really research this. What highways have construction? Because uh, some, you know, a lot of places like for upstate New York, for example, they do a lot of road construction at night. So if you depart here at three o'clock in the morning and thinking you're going to be smooth sailing, you're going to get like three quarters of the way going up the New York State Thruway, and you're going to be sitting in traffic. It's going to come to a complete standstill. So some of the routes that I was looking at were would be going up through up to Maine from here, and then coming back. That would be 500 miles. Well, from here to Florida is 1,064 miles. All right. So here's what we do: we we, we drive all the way to Florida, sell the bikes, and fly back. <laughs> <laughs> no. <coughs> that's, a, that's that's cool actually that's uh, perfect so sell, five sell five bikes, hi, so. 500 miles from here yeah south okay turn around come back Here's okay now miles. what is the route though see i what's the route i would personally take a a ride out west through Pennsylvania? Yeah, because it's less traffic out there. No, way. absolutely. Uh, well, do, 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 do you remember? You're, you're, no way. Do, yeah, t- you think it's less traffic? It's not. Tim, do you remember when we went, when uh, the band played out, when we played uh, out in Indiana? Right. Okay, we went Route 80. Yeah. And it was abysmal. Yeah. Okay. And we well, came well, back. Wait, like, it's going to be any better going down south. Well, no, no, well, I-95 would be the. No, 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 no. I would, no, would not take 95. I'll tell you why. Because yeah. 95 will take you around Baltimore and around D.C. And that's like the worst traffic in the freaking world. Right. So, ideally, if you want to go south, you take uh, 78 west, then you grab 81 south. And that will take you completely around all the Washington, D.C. crap. And then you get back onto 95. And then you can cruise that way, and then you can go west and come well, back up that way. How is how far is that Blue Ridge Mountain ride we wanted to do? Remember oh, down Blue? to the you know, you, somebody want to check that out? How what the, what the mileage is from here to uh, Blue Ridge Parkway? Yeah, I, don't, I really don't. I really don't because know that would be nice to do to hit that and then take that, then come back. Well, here's the thing. That. Keep this in mind: the Blue Ridge Parkway has got a 35 mile an hour speed limit. That's shit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that's total shit. All right, you know, you can, you can kiss that 24 hours, thousand mile thing. Fuck that. You can kiss that goodbye. <laughs> um, okay, fine. We'll, we'll fly over to Germany and do the autobahn. 
All right. <laughs> and that's that. why we get yeah, that's a it. thousand miles in like an hour. That's <laughs> it. We'll do that. A couple hours and then um, we'll torque the bikes out all the way to 180 the entire time. <laughs> well, you know, I, th- I, th- I think we'd like to do, if we all agree to do this, then what we do is we, we pick a route that maybe would involve, well, first of all, weather is going to have to play the important factor. You know, because if, you, if you're, you know, 400 miles away from home and all of a sudden you get caught in a rainstorm. Wow. 329 miles to the Blue Ridge Park. 329? Right? From here. That's to the beginning of it? Yeah. That's on the good. That's not, five, no. that's not 500 miles. No, it's not. But still, but you, if you make a loop out of it, you know, if you go. You couldn't. See, you, you got to think of a loop rather than think of a to and back. Yeah, go out and back. That's kind of you know, crazy. Because you want to do the same thing. You want to make it an adventure. Well, no, you're supposed to get it, it, it done. Yeah, you have to be done. You have to be done with a thousand miles in twenty-four hours. Mm-hmm. Loop, thinking, eh, I don't know about you can. Then fine, just take any road Look, um, west and come back. There's this guy on on one of the podcasts I used to listen to. This guy would do ride reports, and he did the Saddle Store One Thousand. He lives up in Syracuse, and he is named John D. And he, he did the. He, he came down through New York, through New Jersey, into Delaware, and then back up through Pennsylvania, and he had a thousand miles, <laughs> and it took him just a little over eighteen hours. So he started at 3 o'clock in the morning, and it finished just after 9.30. So, and he was riding a Suzuki V-Strom, which basically five-gallon tank or something like that. And uh, so he's probably getting really good gas mileage. didn't have to stop too much. But, you know, us, we basically get the same kind of mileage. We'd have to stop roughly every 170 miles. Well, we did pretty good going up up there. I mean, I had... Yeah, you only have once. Matter of fact, once. since we've gotten back, I have not put gas in my truck. You I haven't ridden bike. it. You haven't ridden it. <laughs> well, my point is, I still have more than <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Well, I'm saying I still have a... How much gas do you have left in it? Half a tank. <laughs> well, you really haven't done any right now. Wow, crap. And now, well, yeah, you only filled... We only filled up once coming back. I filled my... I already filled my bike up like four times. Oh, really? I think I filled it up twice since we got back. But you know, so it, 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 we can do this in 24 hours. It's, it's just a matter of picking the best route that we can do this with. And um, our start time is crucial. And, of course, the direction we go. Pick, the, the route's going to be the most crucial one. because Leaving, leaving, leaving early in the morning, because um, it's 12 to 12, if you think about it that way. Like, say, 12, 12 in the morning, that starts to be Midnight? The, the, no, I'm just saying that starts. Yeah. If you want to be technical about 12 it, that starts the yeah. the beginning of a day, right? And then from that point, okay, you have 24 or 12 midnight to 12 midnight, right? Exactly. Well, well, now, now, do you have to get gas first so you can? Jump well, here's what you're supposed to do: you have to document every single uh, stop you make. So you start the day, you have, it, your, your thousand miles begins when you fill up and you document, you get the receipt from that thing. And you have to get, you have to get all this information from the station that you stopped at, and you've got to have your receipt. You get your receipt, you mark exactly where you got it, and that's when your thousand miles begins. And every time you stop and get gas, you've got to save that receipt. All that. And when you get back, regardless of what time you get back, you've got to stop at a gas station and fill up again. <laughs> Just to get that receipt, so you can you have to document every freaking move you make. So okay, that, I do that. Then what does the Iron Butt Association send? Now what happens is when you send all this information, you have to fill out the application. You have to. It's a, now, kind of a quick, quick check. Yeah, it's, 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 it's you. Uh, wow, wow. 
I'll tell you what. I, you're just, just, I really should have been prepared for this. Uh, the iron butt. They give you a uh, picture of them so doing a thumbs up. <laughs> Good job. They send you a seat pad. Then that's when I shit in a box of mail. <laughs> no, the, if you go to the Iron Butt Association, the they got a whole thing here. Uh, uh, event, see what he does. He rides and reports. Uh, the Iron Butt Rally they have. But anyway, you get after you after you get all this information and you send it in to them. After you fill out the application, you send this in to them. If they're after after because re- they review your entire route using your receipts and everything, they review your entire route. And then if they go, okay, fine, you did a thousand miles, they 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 get you. Uh, they get you a certificate that says you did that, and they send you a license plate thing that goes around your license plate. This is uh, Iron Butt Association, the world's toughest riders, and you get that. I think you get a T-shirt, a sticker. They get you got a bunch of goofy stuff. So, and you get on the list of people you you become a member. What they call the world's toughest riders. So you get this, and then you become a member of the, the, the association. Okay, so it's, it's all right, that, that's fine. Fine, big boy. We're talking about the. You don't get no prizes, no monetary prizes. Okay, uh, now. It's just for the. It's just for the uh, bragging rights. The bragging rights. That's it. Okay. Now let's talk about something a little more realistic. Which when is, is our next ride for just a ride? Well, we talked about originally we were going to do this two weeks ago. We were going to do a ride, but we got rained out. Right. Okay. So uh, we were talking about going to uh, New Hope again, and we yeah, also New Hope said that's a nice standard. And we also talked about going to um, what happened to the Frank Frazetta the Frank Frazetta Museum. Which That'd is another cool ride. That'd be another cool ride. Uh, and then it was also, well, you guys also talked about wanting to come down uh, to South Jersey and doing a ride through the Pine Barrens. That would be interesting. Okay. Uh, I had Get down to Wildwood. I haven't, haven't been down there yet. Well, I plotted out a nice route that, that, would, that would take us down through the Pine Barrens uh, all the way past, of course, uh, McGuire Air Force Base, down through the Pine Barrens, down past Hamilton. Uh, and then we'd pop out down near the uh, Cape May Zoo and down near Wildwood. Nice. And we could stop down and have, there's a couple of really nice restaurants down here in Cape May. We could stop in. Uh, I have never been excellent. down to Wildwood my entire life. Really? I, I wow. live here and I've never been down there. Well, Tim, tell me, is he missing anything? Nah, I know. They have the, the, only bi- thing- they have the big bike thing down here, too. Yeah, they do. Never, you have to be down there. I've they, never gone to Wildwood ever. I'll ever. tell you. Well, I'll tell you what. I just heard the, the beach. The beach is like a mile long. Yeah, the beach is the beach is awesome, but the boardwalk is great. I think the boardwalk is fantastic. Really nice boardwalk. Yeah, but boardwalks. Are boardwalk. I heard they've built it up. Yeah, yeah uh, they built it up. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's it's expensive stuff, and they, know, they, it's a boardwalk. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it just has different. I mean, stuff. My, you know, my favorite boardwalk is Point Pleasant. Yeah, oh yeah, well, it's it's well kept, and it's uh, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. Just. Well, I tell you what, though, uh, what I do know of uh, Wildwood because I've been there a few times, uh, stayed there. Uh, you've got a lot, a lot of mom and pop type hotels there, and some of them have been there for decades. And Wildwood becomes a party town for uh, college kids and teenagers and stuff like that. And many of the hotels, I'll say, are not your Holiday Inn quality. No, no, and there are exactly no five star restaurants. Uh, there are none, right? And, and it, I looked, but if you were looking for a drink in town, there's the place to go. And people I dig that stuff out, that, you know. And uh, but you know, again, it's they're, they are they are building it up. They're putting it like Tim Kate said. May? Kate May, right? Kate May is very nice. Yeah, I heard it's very beautiful. Uh, it's really nice. If you like the Victorian thing, they got a lot of Victorian. Oh, I love that. It's gorgeous. That. It's really really gorgeous. 
Uh, the lighthouse is pretty cool. They also have one of the exhibits. They that still they have, have the, uh, the the ship, the boat that goes from Cape May to Virginia. Yeah, the, no, no, it goes. It's the Cape May Lose Ferry. It goes from Cape May, New Jersey, to Lose, Delaware. I thought I went to Virginia. No, 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 no. no. Th- th- then you get on the road and you drive to Virginia. <laughs> really? Okay. You know what we could do is we do that. We go down. We harass the uh, Pace Motorcycle Podcast guys. We find out where they are, and we ride past their house, where they, where they, and we just rev our awesome. engines, and we just rev our motors, let them know we're in town. Or better yet, we could set up in, uh, in one of the guys' that's driveway it, and it. do the podcast we'll, we'll do while our, they're doing your podcast. We'll do, uh, we'll do our podcast from their driveway. That's it. That's I'm what sure we'll they'll do. love that. That's it. And uh, that's great. That's a good idea. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. I don't, I don't know what town they're in. We'll find out. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. I mean, so uh, we're this weekend is coming up. Is going to be the uh, Valor Ride on Sunday. Weather permitting. Weather permitting. Hey, briefly, let's talk about the Human Wheels gig that we did at uh, at the Burlington place. Oh, the, Burlington County. The yep. Burlington County. Uh, we got we got shoved indoors because of the rain. Yes, and it was a, it was a good show. It was weird. It was a weird show. It was different. A different weird show. And then we went out to Oyster Bay for the Oyster Bay Cruise Night. Played out there, and people yelled at us because it's not called Billy Joel's Cars and Bikes Festival. Which, which, which nobody told us which for no, four it's years. It's not called that anymore? No, it, it, never, it never was. was. And nobody told us and that. And nobody told oh, us People that. get pissed off at you? Yeah. yeah, yeah there's issues there. there. Yeah. Up in arms. There's issues. Yeah, yeah there was. It, what happened? Like, apparently, we don't want to know nothing about him. Billy Joel's bike shop is around the corner, and apparently those guys are looking out for their boss. And somebody, apparently one of the guys that works there, Googles Billy Joel's name all the time. So apparently he did that, and our show came up. And then he went. He called the uh, Chamber of Commerce yelling that it's not called Billy Joel's Cars and Bikes Street Festival. It's called the Oyster Bay Cruise Night, which we well, didn't know. It's Oyster Bay Chamber of Commerce. Chamber of Commerce, right. Now, mind you, we've been doing this event for four years, and that's all we've known it as is Billy Joel's Cruise Night. Because that's what we were told. That's what we were told. So, so we got it's yelled at. You should have told them that. Yeah, we got yelled at, and I was like, ah, ah. and they were like, ah, no problem. Hey, can you guys come back in October and do our oyster festival? I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, Mind you, they don't pay us to do this. Oh, no, no, we get, we so get. We, oh, so they're going to answer until they're blue in the face. They don't do shit. Right. Yeah, That's right. So. But well, we 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 we, we are going to get paid for it. We, we you know. But we were, we were waiting to see if our keyboard player would And if Billy Joel starts paying you, then fuck. Yeah. Old Billy Joel's. <laughs> that like gonna, at this point, I don't think Billy Joel's ever going to talk to us. No, ever. I don't think so. No, no. no I don't know. But uh, I, I didn't. I don't know how anybody can live on Long Island. I really don't. I don't get it. Three and a half hours. Three and a half hours there, to get there. To go 60 miles. To go 60 miles. And two and a half to get back. Yeah, so like I was going to say, Long Island's not that far. No. No. It's In a physical way, no, it's not. It's just the traffic is horrendous. Like there's no they'll, they'll right. block off like 10 miles of road and do nothing on it just to block the road. I thought coming back was hilarious. You would have laughed at this, Chris. I could only hear I could. You would have had a rant for this. You would have. They First, we had four lanes, and then they narrowed it down to three, and then they narrowed it down to two, and then they narrowed it to Mind you, they're shoving us all the way over to the right. They narrowed it down to one lane. And then we went about half a mile, and then they moved us via one lane with cones over to the left again. Why? I don't know. <laughs> they weren't doing anything. They weren't doing anything. But two and a half hours later, we got back home, and then I had to drive another hour to get home. So it was fun for me. Wow. Yeah, so. Good thing I didn't go 
But uh, that's our next show is at the Freedom Festival in yes. Allentown, New Jersey, and it's uh, we're supposed the to be Horse opening Park up of New Jersey. Horse Park. We're opening up for Rock of Ages. Yeah. That's uh, Constantine Morales. Morales. Pretty good. I heard that, uh, I've a lot of friends see Rock of Ages. It's a and if you were if you were to ask me how long we're playing and when we're going on, all I can say is I don't know. Just be there by six. We know it's at least six o'clock. Yeah, that's all we know. So that's it. And then could we're, be six thirty. Could be six. You don't what know. Are we, what are we playing after that? Then we got uh, uh, oh the Berkeley has fire, Berkeley fire, fireworks. fireworks. Right. That's oh, you gonna guys be playing that? Yeah, we're doing Berkeley has didn't fireworks. Did you do that last year? Yep. We did it. We did do it last year. Yeah, that's a shit show. Yeah. They don't allow the bikes inside no more. So. Are you serious? Yeah. They, and last year, they, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I had to park all the way like fucking two miles away. Are you kidding me? They so, won't let the bikes up no, close. No. You got. We could take up no room. Why would they? They, they used to allow all the bikes up there, and, and you used to go up there. You used to turn into like a bike show because there's just like bikes out there. Maybe that's show. what they don't want. Maybe that's, that's what they're afraid yeah, of. Yeah, and that's. Uh, and there was. There, I've heard oh, little comments here and there that like uh, you know some clubs showed up, and then was, then they were like, oh, we don't want that, and then then that killed everything. Nah, bastards. So whatever, fuck them. We try that. <laughs> we haven't gotten a rant from you in a couple of weeks, Chris. I'm sure I'll have a rant about that one because the fact that I got to walk, I might not even go to fuck Berkeley. Like, there's my rant. <laughs> fuck the cocksuckers. I got a bike and, I, and and they and they really ball bust too up there because I remember when I went up there last year, I was trying to be sneaky and park my bike like you know fucking you know real close because you can get away with parking a bike anywhere. Oh, yeah. And they the yeah. cops were all over. Wouldn't have it. <laughs> Wouldn't fucking have it. Just, and that was pissed me off, man. Go, go, go. Would not have it. Give us more. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he can park by us. I, yeah. We can get him. Hey, no, they, they, they might not even let me that far. See, no, that, that's, that's ridiculous. Last year, they did nothing. Unless you were a part. I remember. I actually remember that. That Because I had thought about pulling my bike up to where you guys were playing. Like pulling off to the side in the grass. And they were like, if you didn't have that, that thing that the you, parking were, you were a part of it. Yeah. Even not, they wouldn't. They and they especially didn't want bikes up there. See, that ain't right. That's just that's not right. So whatever you know. It, now, you know, on lo- what if you got there early, 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 early before early than six thirty? Well, they have it coned off. Don't you? I don't know if you guys went to the front, but they they they've gone to the extent apparently because of the, they don't allow motorcycles. They they've coned it off that they, you, like you ha- you're walking, so you're not fucking parking your bike or car anywhere close. Well, that's well, that's stupid. I mean, and because they, you know, I want to say because a bike, I can park, you know, anywhere. you can park anywhere, can fucking park anywhere with a bike and not be in the way. Exactly. But they don't want it no more. That is not right. That's not right. Damn, I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Jeez, what you got to do is you got to get got to get the thirty thirty guys to show up all at once. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that, yeah, make the problem worse. There you go. That's, that's the reason we're there, man. Just get everybody to show up at once. The problem worse. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll 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 figure out our next ride. <laughs> Obviously, we got the Valor ride on Sunday, and then after that, we will uh, two weeks later. Maybe we could do a ride. Uh, what God, well, Christ, we're moving into August already for Christ's sakes. Um, all right, so maybe so maybe the end of the month we can do something. At the end of the month, we'll go somewhere. We'll figure something out. Uh, I got nothing else. You guys got anything else? Nope. All I'm good. good. All good? All good. Is that it? All right. Happy then. birthday to me. Oh, yes, right. Happy That's right. Thursday. No, Thursday. Uh, Thursday, right? Thursday. Thursday is Brother Tim, the Chicken Hawk's birthday. Big old 54. No, it's Big Wednesday. Sorry. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, right? It's going to be 54. How about that? Any Yay. any any wit and wisdom for our, uh, our, our, our listeners out there? My only wisdom is ride like nobody sees it. <laughs> 
I was that was almost just really cheesy. You <laughs> set me up for that. that and that's was, all I was going for. Oh God. <laughs> Chris, sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not going to wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is it for uh, the Motorcycle Men for this week. We'll be back again in um, in two weeks with uh, episode 14. So in the meantime, you guys be out there and you ride safe and uh, wave to your fellow cyclists. Don't be a douche and don't uh, ignore us. So for uh, Tim, the Chicken Hawk, and Chris, the uh, Joker... So what's that, Tim? How's that go? Uh, <laughs> ride like nobody sees you. And Chris. And, and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Ted. Wrong way. You guys ride safe, and uh, that's nice. it. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs>